0: Please sit comfortably. Just a brief talk tonight. Um, last night I finished um, reading a book which I've been reading for about the last week, which I think I've mentioned some time before maybe, and the title of it is Quiet, and the subtitle is The Power of Introverts in a World That Can't Stop Talking. By Susan Kane and it was a bestseller a number of years ago um, and um, I wanted to re- talk about that a little bit and introversion and extraversion and Zen practice um, first of all there's been a lot of quite a lot of research done around introversion and extraversion over the years by very well-known psychologists um, but really, from a Zen perspective, there aren't any introverts and extroverts, Um, because as soon as you say that, you turn it into a a personality type, you know, which is a fixed thing. And um, we have no fixed self, so there's no fixed personality. Um, There's just patterns and there's tendencies and so on. Um, But nevertheless, People do have patterns and tendencies, and some people are more <laughs> extroverted, and some people are more introverted. Um, there's even a view when you look at some of the literature, uh, like a book called um, "The Buddha Was an Introvert" mm-hmm. by Arnie Kozak, who's a psychologist. Um, so was Jesus. Hmm. So was Jesus, I think. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, <clears throat> there's there's a sense that um, Zen practice or, or meditation practice attracts introverts or introverted people. Maybe maybe there's a tendency towards that, but I don't think it's completely true. When I think back of all the Zen centres I've been in in my life, um, I think there's quite a mix of, of extroverted people in there as well. But for people who um, are introverted by nature. Um, it can be very um, helpful um, to read a book like that. There's other books. There's a lot of them coming out. Some of the other titles are "Introverts Are Not Failed Extroverts," <laughs> uh, um, "The Introvert Revolution," and "The Introvert's Way." And, and uh, because I think if you if you read it. Um, from a dharma perspective, any kind of dharma is, is the, the, um, the ending of suffering. There's a lot of introverted people um, suffer because they do feel like they're failed extroverts. And the extrovert, I, the extrovert is the ideal in our culture, particularly in American culture. Um, and if you read the literature on it, it's not, not just a myth, it's actually quite a... Quite a it pervades. Um, Western culture, American culture in particular, and people are are far more rewarded for being extroverted than what they are introverted. Um, The characteristics of an introverted person is that they recharge their batteries by wanting to be by themselves, and extroverts often recharge their batteries by being with other people. Introverts are often highly sensitive and um, uh, uh, don't like too much stimulation of any kind. So they tend to withdraw from too much stimulation. Extroverts thrive on stimulation. Um, introverts are not necessarily shy or lacking in, in, in um, confidence. Sometimes extroverts are lacking in confidence. but There's a, this difference in stimulus being able to when they do research with children um, they find that um, it, it's a, it's something it's a temperament that people are born with and that um that introverts get over overwhelmed by stimulus far more than what extroverts do you know so it can be very helpful to read that um and to to read the value that there is in um in being introverted as well as being extroverted um, but to come more into yourself, and not to feel like you have to live up to something which is not you. Mm-hmm. And um, a lot of Zen practice, to put it in, in very simple words, do you know, when you, you're just sitting and sitting and sitting, day after day, year after year, you know, after decades and so on, it's 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 a simple simplifying process where you become what you are not what you think you should be or some ideal or whatever, you just become a body breathing, like I said, and you just become what you are. So if introversion is, is, is your way, then that becomes your way. If extroversion is your way, then that becomes your way. Um, the question also arises in the literature too, is to whether extroverts can actually do meditation. You know, whether they're, they're just so bored by the under-stimulation of it that they do it, can't do it. And that it's only introverts who end up coming to, to places like this. I don't think so. It's just not as black and white as that. Um, but um, if you're the kind of person who um, doesn't like overstimulation and you like quietness, well then I suppose Zazen is your thing, isn't it? Yeah. it on, on your head. Also <laughs> well, in Asian culture, as um, Susan Kane, the, the author of um, Quiet, um, presents in her book, is that Asian culture actually where Buddhism comes from, the, the cultural ideal is actually the introvert. Mm. It's the opposite to, to Western culture. It's actually the introvert, the quiet person, um, the sensitive person, sometimes the recluse, you know, is actually highly valued in. In Chinese culture, yeah, extroverts to, are seen as repulsive. They are, yeah. In yeah, these, yeah they're loud, sort of rude. The typical American, yeah, sort yeah. of archetype. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, coming back to finish this off, though, it's just a matter of um, not fixing to a personality type, but recognizing that we do have patterns, you know, and it's and it's important to be just true to who we are. Um, Rather than um, trying to live up to some extrovert, some some conceptual idea or some ideal. But also, too, um, introverts, while introverts have a lot of wonderful qualities like being very sensitive and empathic and um, reflective and so on, um, introverts can live in their heads. Right? They they switch off from the outside world and they live in their head, you know. So if you tend to be to be introverted, yes you might you might enjoy the quietness of a kind of a a Zen atmosphere and so on, but it's not the same as living in your head. And it's not the same as being highly sensitive and then triggering off a whole lot of thoughts that you then invest in, you know, and then that becomes your reality. It's not that. So the challenge for an introvert being highly sensitive people um, is is to um, enjoy the quietness, enjoy that sense of doing one thing at a time, but get getting unhooked from this sort of tendency to be over intellectualized in everything that we do. Um, people who tend to more more towards extroversion um, do need to learn it would be helpful to learn to quieten down, do you know, to develop more sensitivity to not just say the first thing that comes into your mind you know <laughs> um, and um, do you know that, to, to actually have you know, to reflect so that there's actually substance in what you say um, rather than a, an unreflective kind of way of being in the world and um, so extroverts in some ways are, are kind of like in some ways like the Zen ideal because they don't think so much. <laughs> um, but they need to develop that uh, that quietness and sensitivity. At the end of the day, whether people are, you know, will tend to identify themselves as being extroverted or, or introverted, um, all human beings suffer. you know. And there's, there's a kind of an extrovert... Extroverts suffer in a kind of way and introverts too, but at the end of the day... Um, It's all about just being what we are in each moment as it is Um, and, and being grounded in that rather than trying to be something that we're not.